Happy Father's Day. And to you, buddy. And welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. Happy Father's Day, Morris. The Father's Day edition. How Father's Day edition. As the father of four girls and husband to two wonderful women that fatherhood could not be possible without, let's acknowledge them and thank them. And I'd like to wish you a happy Father's Day. And, and you. And thank you. you. This is your second one, right? Uh, 1.5. Yeah. Second one. The first one didn't really yeah. count cause she was like a loaf of bread and I didn't really understand it at the time. Oh. But yes, now that I've picked up Cheerios and yelled at her for touching the thermostat, um, we have, we have established fatherhood. <laughs> I, um, what kind of place do you live in where a child of maybe two feet tall can touch a thermostat? Well, they make a climbing apparatus, so it's oh. good for her to climb. So like yourself, she's a climber. Oh, okay. And I don't want to inhibit her growth. Um, right, so they sure. make, they literally do, they make a contraption for oh, her yeah. to climb. And, and my lovely oh. wife, the mother of, of my child, situated it right next to the thermostat. Well, where, that's a good call. Sure. And as long as wife, she's on rappel. My right. wife said, don't you dare set the air conditioning to 53 again. <laughs> she said that to Fiona? <laughs> she said that to me. And I, oh. said, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't set it to 53. <laughs> I said, Maybe that was Celsius. <laughs> right. So. Uh, but I digress. You know, um, I was uh, just kind of killing a few minutes before uh, uh, we started, and I found that um, – the first tube from the Dees 2918 Shaw Madison Square Garden. I think mm -hmm, you were there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was, section Holy 119. Holy shit. That whole show. Oh, my Lord. I was it's, there with our friend. The T-Man? Yep. Or Big no, e? e. Big E. Yeah. Our, spa, our friend that runs a SPAC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard, to, uh, it's hard to watch that and not have a smile on your face. Um. I totally agree, and I'm looking forward. Um, I have gained clearance for October in Vegas. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, breaking, so sweet. breaking news. So, so yeah. save your nickels or your dimes. Right. We'll blow it on hookers and cocaine, and then we'll <laughs> squander the rest. Right, exactly. The rest I'll just squander. Right, okay. <sighs> so um, anyway, I – We'll just, throw, we'll just throw that whole intro out. <laughs> Scratch and start over. We'll never right. figure out how to start the thing right, exactly. Again. Tell me, um, how old do you think Nancy Pelosi is? 80? You think she's old? Um, well, how old are you? You're 74, so she's... <laughs> she's you. She's got to be 82, right? She's got a dozen years on you, you know? She's 81. 81, yeah. 81? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Um, That's not even a prime number. Okay. All right. So, see, I'll one up you. Okay. What's her name? Elizabeth, Elizabeth, um, not Elizabeth Warren. Feinstein is Feinstein. Who's yeah. older? She's older than Pelosi. And, there, and oh. people have pointed some fingers recently that have been 
um, called out as ageist, and I think it's huh. Di- Diane Feinstein. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So no, please, she's yeah. got like ten years on Pelosi, and she still says, "Yeah." Isn't yeah. that awesome? Isn't mm-hmm. that great? Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Security. Yeah. Job security. Um, Unbelievable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quite a nice example of someone paving a way for younger people to, to reach the yep. mantle. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sarcasm. Driving on. the new, the next generation forward, and opening <sighs> the doors for others. Yeah. And yeah. Speak, speaking of other good behavior. You're familiar with this uh, bon vivant Mark Cuban? <laughs> you mean that? He, I mean, I'm familiar with him from I see him on television uh, courtside at a basketball game right. heckling athletes. That's what I'm yes. familiar with his work from and, and a CNBC show. Yeah. So, um, of course, <sighs> once again, I've seen this from sources believed to be reliable but not, cannot be guaranteed. Apparently, he was farting around in some one mm-hmm. of these crypto coins, uh, a stable coin, which is sort of like the like uh, a tether. horse, like a horse stable. Well, but a because when you say stable, I think of two things, like like where I'm going to keep my horses, or something that um, lacks volatility and is secure and yeah. Well, the the stable coin concept, oh, like oh. like that uh, pinnacle of safety the tether one tether equals one dollar apparently mark cuban was niggling around at one of these things and it was let's say sixty dollars or sixty five dollars and all of a sudden it became worthless Mm -hmm. and um now all of a sudden now he thinks there should be some regulation and supervision of these things before yeah, it was his, okay. I read, his, I read his statement, right? He had, it was a learning experience for him, you yeah. know, and he should have done some research Good. before he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's teach him something. Mark rule number five, right? Harden the fuck up. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, anyway. he learned, he learned, he learned though, you know? Yeah. And he sure. made, yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Who else can we bash? <laughs> oh well, we've made it six minutes. Um, do you want to talk about the Tesla fraud that's unraveling, or do you want to you want to Wait, skip the fraud? Oh well, I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the semi, the replaceable battery, the plaid arriving? Um, well, that's not, that's just that's that's not really fraud. The 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 uh, Lansdowne Motors is that what's that thing called? Lordstown Motors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's fraud. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Well, they were saying they had all these orders, and now they're like that statement's no longer. Dude, they uh, did. They released a PR picture with like a an employee wearing looked like in a black a blacksmith shop from the nineteenth century with like a hammer and a chisel assembling their futuristic car. Well, ride Lordstown Motor. Yeah, they embarrassed themselves multiple times. Gotcha. What about that one with the gravity engine? The one where I don't know about this. This oh, is Nicola, Nicola. Nick, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see um, uh, Porsche is going to be making their own high-end batteries. And uh, by 2026, Audi promises to make 100% electric vehicles. And, and and I think Volkswagen, I think this week well, said, okay. we'll, we'll make the most affordable, best electric car that you can buy. So there you go. Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, same family, right? Yeah. 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 Sehr gut. Da. Um, you know the thing about competition squeezes margins. Mm. Um, but Tesla is a 
technology company, not a car company. It's an idea. Anyway, it's an idea company. All right. Let's right. talk about stuff we we claimed to know about the Fed met Tuesday, Wednesday. And you can go back right. through the episodes. And what did I tell you? It was the guy from St. Louis. I told you the guy from St. Louis is you, chirpy. You, 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 and he doesn't have a vote. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my uh, my good friend, who I don't think you met, uh, I don't think you've met. Right, he typically goes on this show as like my pistachio mm-hmm. not friend, but mm-hmm. his name is Leslie Harris, and Leslie and I go way back. And um, he uh, he and I have just got phrases we use, and we know what we're talking about, right? So this the Fed comes out Wednesday and talks about the you know thinking about how things are going to go, and then Bullard. Bullard, right? That's mm-hmm, how it, mm-hmm, so it mm-hmm. comes out Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is it Thursday? Yep. Yeah, I think Thursday, yeah. Between Thursday and Friday, they club me like a baby seal. <laughs> We're going to get to the year-to-date results in a minute. <laughs> but um, So Leslie like te- Leslie tells me, told me this joke a long time ago, and I, I haven't told it in years, but let me see if I can get it right. So a so, uh, guy goes away on vacation and is brother's house sitting for him and the brother uh calls up the guy and says uh i got some big bad news your your cat's dead and the guy's like geez that's not how you give somebody bad news <laughs> you you tell them like oh you know the cat climbed up on the roof have you heard this one mm-mm, okay mm-mm. the cat climbed up on the roof and you know i went up to get him and we called the fire department but then the cat jumped in the tree and then the cat fell from the tree and uh and the cat broke its neck and died. That's how you give somebody bad news. And so the the brother says, "Okay, mom's on the roof." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get a C on telling that yep. joke. But no, but as good. soon as as soon as Bullard comes out, Leslie sends me the note and he says, "Mom's on the roof." <laughs> wow. So so to tell you how significant this Fed meeting is, uh you know, I've been around long enough. It's not that I've got any necessary skill at this, but I've been around long enough to observe guys who are good. And, you know, often enough, if you're nice to somebody, they'll they'll be nice back. Although, you know, contrary to what yeah, you've okay. seen on right. the East Coast, but, you know, where, where I'm from, it's generally that way. So uh, I have two quotes by highly respected men in the industry after the Fed meeting. Okay. Quote one comes from one of the analysts of one of the best hedge funds in the world. He said about the meeting, it was a surprisingly hawkish meeting. Okay, that's quote one. Quote two comes from another guy I know who is big shot marketing guy at a bulge bracket investment bank. Okay, he said, I have a lot of difficulty seeing this FOMC meeting as hawkish. <laughs> Here we are. So, you, you know, strap Talk about on. Read, reading, tea, reading the tea leaves. This is what we're doing here, right? Yeah. So uh, I have an opinion about this. So I'm well, gonna, okay. okay. Right. And I'm going to – I don't even have to worry about vulgarity. It's pretty straightforward. I'm kind of now in this uh, – and and I have I think I have been for a while, although you know, memories are selective when it comes to making predictions. But 
I think for a while I've been saying, you know, once the stimulus checks are spent and people have to go back to work, yada, 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 the economy is going to start to roll over. And uh, I think that's what's happening. And remember, I talked, I think last week, we talked last week Mm -hmm. about how the Mm -hmm. auctions went really well. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. So the ten-year and the thirty-year, not last week, but the week before, went mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really well. Yep. The twenty-year, which was this past week, came ripping through incredible demand. And then after, after the FOMC uh, meeting, I think much more Thursday and Friday, the long end, the longest maturity bonds mm-hmm. took off. And yeah. rallied, and the yep. yield on the bond touched two percent. I think it's around two hundred one. Yeah. The ten year got to one forty four ish, one forty three, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think people are starting to understand. The market understands that this this is a policy mistake by the Fed that the uh, stimulus is over. The infrastructure package is going to be smaller. Then people built in. There's going to be some tax increases. The consumer spending stuff is going to moderate. And uh, I'm going to delve into economics here, which you know I, I I'm not really that that good at. But when you look at GDP, okay, they make all these adjustments. And so what happens is, if uh, inventories fall. That is a addition to growth. And when inventories rise, that's a subtraction of growth. I think I have this right. Why am I saying this? I'm saying it because because of the pandemic, people are buying stuff that has already been made. Okay. So that's boosting the GDP. By the way, if I fuck this up, I'm going to look like an asshole. Uh, please. <laughs> um, as long but, as you say it with authority, we'll assume you're correct. Thank you. Very generous. Um, I'll just flick my elbow and you'll take a pull. Um, but what's going to happen is as the inventories get rebuilt, the GDP is going to look a little lower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think people have thought much about that. And finally, I saw my hero... Uh, on some sort of YouTube video today, Lacey Hunt talking about how, yeah, this is exactly going according to plan. You get the bump in inflation now, and uh, then you get the slow growth. And and it, it basically hits this thing we've talked about for a long time now. You took some period of time, call let's call it six months. You could call it four, you could call it, let's just say it's six. And everybody sat at home and did nothing. Mm-hmm. And the hole got filled by the government. Yeah, time stood still. Yeah, but that was a loss, and the loss has got to get made up somewhere. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's why I think uh, this enthusiasm, uh, while it's good because everyone's happy to be out. And by the way, you notice how many guys are riding around on bikes now? Oh, it's awful. Dude, it's you very, can't. If, yeah. You can't even get bike parts. Oh, forget it. A chain? You want a chain? Forget it. I, I, I chain? I, forget it. I got it. I got. You got to. You got to have a guy. I got it. Well, I've got. I bought half a dozen chains. <laughs> 
See, like I said, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoarding. <laughs> I'm hoarding chains. Yeah, next to your four by eight sheets of plywood out in the back shed. <laughs> That's that 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 value came off though. So, <laughs> you know, um, years ago I was out riding with uh, Biggie and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lance Gunderson's coach, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had just launched. Somebody had just launched this new cycling clothing company called Rafa. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, you the know, Benson, the the Walmart kids, right? They own it now. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The Walton boys bought it. Yep. They're big cycling advocates. Well, in their defense. Well, I mean, you're going to buy Rafa. You might as well be. <laughs> you know, when we were led, did I tell you this? Mm-mm. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. What? They got... they. Tell the story. They got helicoptered. Uh... No, 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 no. They, it, it was I. I was riding up Columbine with mm-hmm. uh, Benson. Okay, and I'm sure you had already come down, blown by. Yeah, me. I waved waved but by. <laughs> there was some older guy that fell, and Benson's like, I think he said, "Jim, Jim, are you okay?" And the guy says, "Yeah, John, I'm fine. I'm fine." And I'm like, "Who's that guy?" Mm-hmm. And he says it's Jim Walton. Jim Walton, yep. I'm like, mm-hmm. not, no, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. way. <laughs> and I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, uh, policy mistake. Yes. What's what the policy? What, what does that mean? Yeah. That, what that means is the the market has determined that the action by the central bank is in the wrong direction. So you've heard them talk about the taper tantrum mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Yep, yep, yep. Well, so basically, you know, that was viewed as sort of – that wasn't really a policy mistake. They were tightening and the market didn't like it. Okay. The yield curve flattening, what happens is the yield curve is in, is in some ways a predictor of growth. Okay. So, for instance, if you have a very steep yield curve, and, and just to talk to you like you're a 10 year old. Thank you. A steep yield curve would mean, let's say, two year notes, just for example, yield 1%, and bonds yield 4%. So the bond meaning like a 30 year bond. Mm-hmm, so 1% for two years and 4% for 30 years. That's very steep. That implies a number of things, but most importantly, it says that the market expects the economy to be good because. Over time, the strength in the economy will push up interest rates. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. So when the yield curve starts to flatten, meaning instead of being one to four, it goes from two to three, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where it's not quite as steep, Mm -hmm. that's indicating the market thinks that, wait a minute, in the short run, the Fed's going to raise interest rates. But because of that, the economy is going to slow and the longer rates are going to drop. Okay. And so that's why on Friday you saw the two-year note go down 330 seconds, which is a very big move. And you saw the bond go up a couple of points mm-hmm. in different directions, which is highly, highly unusual. And uh, when you see unusual things, you, you know, as they said in the – that of a salesman, attention must be paid. Mm. Um, so plus it fits my meme that I think the economy is going to roll over. And- so that's what you said. So the economy is going to roll over. So yes. you, yeah. Okay. Yes. Not the market, the economy. You said, yeah. You know- well, the, when we, the economy, now mm-hmm, the market, mm-hmm. the market is either the 
bond market or the stock market. The, you know, I'm I'm done predicting the 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 death of the stock market, right? I'm, 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 I'm don't give up on it now. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know how to get it to go down. You buy something, right? <laughs> it's like every salesman, every salesman, um, you know, uh, they tell you how to get the salesman to go away. You buy something from yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get rid of them real quick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Are you in a – the bond market is in a bear market. It's a bear bond market right now? No. No. No, 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 no. Bear, no. bear market is when prices go down. Okay. So uh, in uh, bonds, price and yield are inverse. So as the rates go down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the price goes up. Okay. All right. So we are definitely not in a bear market in okay. bonds for the time being. Okay. Um. I think the next couple of weeks are going to be uh, pretty interesting because uh, you have a lot of stuff priced for perfection. So when you talk about the stock market, okay, the price earnings ratios are very high and people justify them because they say, well, rates are so low. Well, if the Fed has shifted and will start to reduce accommodation, then one, not me, of course, but one might argue that price earnings might want to be a little bit lower. Um, fundamentals might 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 matter again. Fundamentals will matter once the technicals are out of the way. Okay. Which which leads me to another little phrase that, that Leslie and I uh, like so much, uh, and it actually. Uh, I don't want to go into it now, but the, the phrase has more than one meaning. But uh, the phrase is the rake. And are you familiar with the game of craps? I know you're, you've. As soon as you most said the rake, my, I was in the casino. So I, okay. I, I'm. So yeah, the been, bells you, okay. are going off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. like when it's like the bets are all over mm-hmm. and guys have, you know, money on the numbers <gasps> and they've got the pass it line and the line and it's like yep. seven out. Rake right? it all up. Okay. Yep. So uh, Leslie invented this term and I've adopted it as my own. You know, like smart people invent geniuses steal. Yep, yep. Um, you should see some of the stuff I made up that just sounds exactly like Shakespeare. Well, at least um, you gave him. At least you gave Leslie credit on air for it, rather than ripping it off and not giving credit for it, like no, some of the hack researchers that we won't, you know, name. Stop, stop. We'll we'll talk about it later. Okay, okay. Um, so what is the rake? The rake. The rake is is when, uh, you get everyone sort of gets the one way on positions, mm-hmm. and the market says, uh, uh-uh, uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. goes down at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, last week you saw, I guess the stock market was a little lower last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the metals were lower. I know a lot mm-hmm. of the commodities were lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure about the... Yeah, Pal talks on Wednesday and we start trending downwards. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're in the red. Yeah. 1%, so, 2%, whatever. Yeah, so I think... Uh, we need to watch the next week or two because uh, um, now more Fed guys are going to come out and they're going to start, you know, telling their view of the world. And and when you have one investment bank saying they didn't think it was that hawkish and a hedge fund going, it's hawkish, you know, you, 
you're going to get a lot of two-way flow. And, um, you, you know, you're going to uh, – there's a saying I like so much. It's like the bad trades force the good trades out of the market. So as, as guys, maybe they own a bunch of stuff that goes down, their value at risk – Mm-hmm. Uh, numbers change. They have to reduce their positions. They have to reduce them across the board. So that pressures all of the trades. And uh, um, so I'm very curious to see what what happens. And what are you looking for this week? When you say we got to pay attention this week, what's the catalyst? What are you watching? I want to see. Uh, I mean, we've had the we've had sort of the the catalyst, right? We've had the auctions come tens, twenties, thirties, and then we had the Fed saying. You know, we're not. What's that phrase? Talking about talking about. We're yeah, not using that phrase anymore. Right, 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 right. Um, I, you know, I, I think I think they've added some uncertainty, and then the market doesn't like uncertainty. You have to build in this stuff they call risk premium, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. means there, there should be a little more incentive in the way to incentivize people to make the prices a little cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's still a lot of money sitting around on the sidelines. Um, but, uh, you know, it's... That's if, my question. Where does that money go? All right. So if things go badly and prices go down, where does... And some people take all their profits out and that money comes out. Where does it go? Well, it can get redeployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an interesting thing in, in one of the uh, financial press uh you know a guy has money in a, a 529 or 401k right and he's got it in a balanced fund and because stock prices have gone up they've become too big a portion of the balance right mm-hmm. so what does mm-hmm. the algorithm do it sells stocks and it buys bonds but it's buying bonds at you know what most people would say are shitty levels right? yeah yeah so now you're getting you know, people moving out of equities into the fixed income. Um, that could be another reason why we saw a lot of the demand for the long, mm-hmm. long treasures. And I, I mean, you know, John Corzine's probably pretty disappointed to see this, but Greece um, traded a negative yield last week. So he owned Greek notes at like five or six percent, something like that, seven percent, and. Blew the firm up. Of course, a close relative of mine had to come in and clean up the mess, Marky, my little brother. And um, uh, anyway, I think Soros bought him, another fine fellow. And now they <laughs> traded. This gets better and better. <laughs> yeah, now they traded. Now they trade zero. Yeah, speaking of the Sachs family, so I, I got a note from my sister uh, saying, first of all, like, that story about you throwing the bottle at the guy, did that really happen? I'm like, yeah, that, that really happened. And she says, and you should change the name of your show. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like to what? She's like, old men yelling at cars. So I, I have a lot she's of She's listening. Yeah, she's listening, yeah. Um, the thing is, she's the do-gooder in the family. My my darling sister mm-hmm. Uh is a uh, non-for-profit person. You know, she's really one of those people that has done all the right things for other people. While her two older brothers have made a fortune <laughs> raping and pillaging widows, <laughs> orphans, and drunks. 
bankrupting the working class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you get it. It's a balance. It's a push, though, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, where were we? Well, your sister was telling us to change the name of the show. Which oh, is, yeah. She, she... You know, I'd love to, but we had all that stationery printed up. It was <laughs> my business cards. Right, exactly. All that embroidery, you know? Oh my lord! I like the, I'd like her to s- sit here and be amusing and interesting for a fucking hour. <laughs> right, exactly. It's 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 real easy when you're sitting in traffic on you know on I eighty going to the lakes, um, you know, critiquing little brother. <laughs> we were we were sitting outside. A guy I used to work with Cheryl and I uh, out in the gazebo mm-hmm. in my backyard. And oh yeah, we, we were we were drinking a couple of bimbles. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so um, one flavor is like melon and the other flavor is like ginger. And so my friend, uh, his nickname is Philae, mm-hmm. he looks at the back and he says, mine says melon, but it doesn't, there's no melon in it. <laughs> it's it's says like uh, natural flavors. Mm-hmm. So I text Shaq a picture of, of, of Philae with the bimble saying, he said, there's no, there's no melon in it. It's a whistleblower. <laughs> and Sheck's like, everyone's a critic. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about free publicity. Yeah, that's the third time that you've plugged his um, product on least, the show. <laughs> at least. Dude, I can't. I, I'm hooked. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Uh, one a day, at least. Um. um so what did you... Uh, what did you do for Father's Day? Did you get a ride in? I did. I went to uh, I went to Treetops and uh, I did oh. a couple laps. Yeah, it was nice. Okay. Um, yeah, a little midday. Um, yeah, nice hour by myself, and um, okay. it felt good to ride the bike again. Yeah, Dad watch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did an hour as fast as I could. Yeah. I turned myself inside out for no reason other than it just felt good to ride fast. That's, and that's yeah, great. What do you, do you have a, uh, was it a full suspension or? No, I'm riding the hardtail. Hardtail, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a little hard on the uh, perineum, isn't it? Yeah, it's for the hard, it's for hardened, you know, tough men like myself, as opposed to, you know, as oh, opposed I to mount, mountain bike enthusiasts like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cross country racer. I'm not <laughs> right, technically okay. a mountain biker. Dude, you know, people ran the Leadville Marathon today. Today was the Leadville Marathon. The Leadville okay? 100? No, I think just a marathon. I think twenty six miles. Oh. I think it's they're probably ramping up to the hundred mile run. You know, um, the run might be like a day or two after. Something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Um, so I, I spoke to our friend Charlie on Friday. Okay, and uh, this kid is such a nice kid. He said, uh, um, if I wanted, he would uh, help me ride the race. You should you should say yes to that. I, I, I can't. No, I said no. I said that, you know, I'm incredibly touched. Um, um, Dude, he did like a nine hour. Uh, yeah, sub, he did like a sub nine. No, no he, that's what he, I think his goal is sub nine. But see, he's doing this thing. I think they call it the boat. Have yeah. you heard of this? Yeah, he's going to do Leadville on Saturday and Steamboat on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, it's, so it's the yeah. Steamboat two hundred miles. The yeah. gravel equivalent of Leadville. Mhm. 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 Dude, he's yeah. like an Olympic swimmer. Why would you turn down his services? 
you're gonna remember this. You're gonna remember this at like mile eighty. Um, you're gonna think of me saying, "Ah, I need Charlie right around." <laughs> <laughs> Should have listened to Liam. <laughs> I'm thinking. No, you know, no, I, no, 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 no. You're good. You've got your system, and you, oh, you're I'm good. good. No, I'm good. Yeah, you're and, good. And, and by the way, I can claw back at least half of those forty six seconds. <laughs> Can you imagine if it's 12 hours and Stop. 23 seconds? Stop. I'm going to get a fucking gun. Ooh, I better not say that. I'm going <laughs> to, I might, can I have your permission to broadcast while I watch your live stream? Okay. <laughs> so can I go on the air like around hour 11 and, and you're like on the uh, home stretch and I can say live. Welcome to Inside you know, Baseball. We're tracking Morris, who is got an hour to go and eight like if you got an hour to go you want to have like less than 10 miles oh yeah i had i had like 10 miles in an hour to go yeah yeah and by the way i love the i love the way people keep saying how long is leadville it's 100 no it's 103 if yeah, it was 100 I'd be... i think i think it's even more yeah, yeah yeah i'll tell you what you can do if i if i succeed and I, mm-hmm. I plan on succeeding you can post that picture of me crossing the finish line two years ago where i didn't know my name <laughs> that is a good picture <laughs> yeah I, I, you know it's a much better story really it hours, really yeah. represents the joy that you you know obviously get from that situation <laughs> it's weird you know it's like uh, so i did gimbals on uh saturday oh and um can you yeah. hang? You, you had no problems? Well, uh, you know, I got up 120, no problem. It's yes or no? Well, there's a, it's, you know, it's like it's like Roger Maris. <laughs> Roger Maris, right? He 61 home runs, but there was an asterisk or something. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So, so made, you're going with yes. Yeah, I made uh, 120, no problem. I get two-thirds of the way up 172, okay? <sighs> and I look down and I see my heart rate is 166, which it hasn't been above 162 in like three years. And I'm like, wait a <laughs> what second. The, what am my, I doing here? <laughs> that was my Wiley Coyote moment. And uh, there were a couple of people behind me. So I, I took the old chestnut cut off. And, 172, and, a tale as old as time. Yeah. You know, uh, I have at least, at least my great, great, great grandchildren can look up on Strava and see that I did put up some good times. At, oh, at yeah. Point. Oh, well, there was, you, you really had a good run there. Um, when like the good peak days when there'd be a hundred guys and it was oh, yeah. great. And yeah, you had the gang with you. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. were the good days. Yeah. I was a nobody and you were a somebody back then. Well, I used that's... to get dropped on 172 and I used to wave goodbye. Oh really? yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 172. Absolutely. I used to get dropped. And I can remember saying uh, to a guy next to me and saying, do you think we'll, do you think we'll catch them? <laughs> and he was like, go home kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, the good old days. Um, yeah. I, so I'm going to uh, Colorado tomorrow and uh, I'm going to meet up with Jason for the week. And, oh yeah, and do yeah, some yeah. training. Um, I need to get away from the market. I'm, I'm. Uh, Dude, I told you weeks yeah. ago, sell in May and go away. You should again. You should have listened to Liam. Um, you could, you know, nothing. <laughs> what's what's really happened? What's happened of note since Memorial Day? Besides the reading of the tea leaves with the bond market and blah blah blah. blah. Are we just marking days here? 
I, I guess. I you yeah. know, have to wait and see what the economy is going to do come September. It's like that's when, bingo. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. So okay. Okay. So I'm not going to take my Bloomberg with me. I'll I'll leave yeah. it here. I'll take five days off. And uh, after last week, I would take. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were going to talk about investment returns. So I'll go first. Okay. Year to date, close of business, which we call COB. 6, 18, 21, I'm down 6.87% year to date. Now, the last time I was down for a year was 1983. So um, I don't know how I'm going to make this money back, but uh, I got to get busy. What is the plan? Well, it's to take a week off. <laughs> <laughs> what is the timeline? Can I get a can I get a revised timeline? Let me ask you that. Well, I got the rest that- of the I got six months. Okay. Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just generally by this time of year I got the wind in my back a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to go public because, you know, uh First of all, um, someone's got to break it to Cheryl because she. It's like that movie. It's like, don't bring me a book with a miss in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she don't want to hear about. She don't want to hear about losing. <laughs> There's no losing. Um, uh, it's just uh, I had different goals than a lot of people, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, my goals aren't the same as yours. So if are you are you comfortable saying what your performance is here today you you yeah. don't have to you don't have to answer that by the no, way. no no absolutely yeah but it's comical because we have different timelines it, it's so, that's what i said like comparing them but yeah for like for 15 percent for the for my 13 clever stocks yeah 15 percent oh, that's great day. right it's awesome yeah good for you but 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 not by skill or you know or anything like that i'm not gonna you know like like who said it? Um, who said that the monkey can make uh, oh, make money? In the Stanley Druckenmuller. Right. So you know, Stanley's got a point. Um, well, you throw it. He could have been a little nicer about it. <laughs> right. Well, I, I didn't take it personal. <laughs> no, well. All right, but let me ask you this: We both sat on the sidelines over the winter when you said I'm out or whatever. You know, right. call it. Yeah. You know. What stopped you from going, you know, you said you, you made up the, your mind that you saw the trade. And when you saw the trade, that's what appealed to you. It wasn't, you were, your, your goal wasn't to go and make money. You saw the trade, right? Well, so you're, are you talking about the metals trade? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. So let me break this uh, into pieces. So first of all, um, my goal, I mean, I'm at the goal, right? Mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm, be 61. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the kids are grown and yada, yada, yada. So now it's just a function of, you know, if I can maintain my decorum in public and keep my hands to myself, I'm good. Right. right? Okay. Uh, and I wanted to see if I could hit the ball out of the park, you know, like find some trade that was going to pay, you know, off big. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Bitcoin was staring me in the face and I screwed that one. But, uh, um, the metals, this is like 18 months ago, really looked like they 
they lined up correctly, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I stop. I, what does that mean? Can you can yeah, I stop you and can you explain? Absolutely, that? sure. So for me, when I look at uh, a trade, what I try and do, and and once again, let's be clear about this. This is a trade. This is not portfolio management. Right. Okay. What you're doing, I would define as portfolio management. Right. Buy and hold, boring, yeah, put it away. Yep. A trade to me is I'm looking for something that has an asymmetrical return over a defined period of time. So when I got and was looking at the metals, this was back when gold was like twelve or $1,300 an ounce. Uh, I forget exactly why I got to be kind of bullish on the metals, but the way it lined up with the cost of the options, the interest rate structure, uh, the mood, and then the people who were fired up about it, it was like, that looked yep. really good to me. Okay. okay. So uh, to that extent, um, I, you know, I might be down this year because of the mark to market, but I think net over the trade, I'm probably up a little bit of money. Not, okay. it didn't, didn't make a killing. Mm -hmm, At one mm -hmm, point, mm -hmm. I did. I crushed mm -hmm, it, but I, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for your birthday, right? <laughs> right at the fucking high. Talk about <laughs> they say they don't ring a bell at the top, but they fucking ring a bell. <laughs> Happy birthday, Morris. <laughs> um so uh but the point I wanna I wanna clarify here is, you know, uh what kind of slowed me down uh towards um the end of last year was I saw we saw the election result, right? And so not only did uh, the Republicans lose the White House, the way the Senate went, it looked like, and it did, in fact, that the Democrats have, you know, very close to control of it, right? And so it was pretty easy to see that there's going to be a fundamental shift in taxation. And I know we can laugh about estate planning, but... You know, that is something that's important to me. But more uh, aside from that, I think that for people who are smart about this, they really need to focus on their after-tax returns. And so uh, it seemed to me that the best thing for me to do was just to sit and hang out and wait to see what the tax stuff does. So i give you an example. Uh, and I think I may have talked about this before, but so of your 13 stocks, right? Let's just say you own JP Morgan. I'm going to pick that one. I got it's a my, It's my favorite. Okay. So that pays a dividend, right? Okay. Now that is what they call a qualified dividend. And what that means is it's taxed at a special rate. It's only taxed, I think, like at 15%. Okay, where ordinary income rates are, are in, mo in most instances higher than that. Certainly, anybody that has enough money to own J.P. Morgan is paying higher than a fifteen. I mean, I guess you could have it in a retirement account, but let's set that aside from that. So it's not clear to me. Let's say the new tax law passes, and they say there's no such thing as qualified dividends ever any, anymore. It's now ordinary income. So instead of paying 15% on the dividend, mm -hmm. 
Now maybe you have to pay 50%. Now, I don't know what that's going to do. I mean, I I really haven't thought it through, but I don't see how that's going to help stock prices. Right. Um, So, uh, and you just take that as one example. And um, I figured, you know, better Mm -hmm. to be playing from a neutral position. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of things that I like that pay – you know, qualified or special dividends that, you know, 18 months ago, I, I was long out the wazoo. And I still think they're good, but uh, I, I need to see in a way what happens with the taxation. And by the way, you know, instead of being down 6.87%, I'd be down like a couple of percent if I own those things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. taking the Warren Buffett concept of, you know, cash is really an option mm-hmm. that that's, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at on this thing. So, but I, I think it's a good question you bring up because, um, you know, your return is terrific and I'm, and, and I'm delighted for you. And the fact that you're doing great takes nothing. It, 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 it makes me happy is it's, mm-hmm. there's no feeling like, well, you did well and I did poorly. I, I mean, for me, I, I made a conscious choice. I'm really big on making conscious choices. Like the notion that it's like, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, but I am curious on why you did that. And now like, cause you, you proclaim, you said you don't like the metals, you know, that's not you. That's not you. And yeah. You talk know, to me about that. You know, it's a, <laughs> you've said that you liked, see the other people said, did you have confirmation bias when you said these other guys are, did that did that impact that decision? It it had to. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, you've given me the list of names. And- yeah, you know. But I'll tell you. Uh, so, for instance, okay, I, and I don't want to go too deep into the specifics of the trade. Not that it's anything secret. It's just mm-hmm, yeah, I yeah. don't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's. Uh, there's trades I have on that if they work, they're going to pay twenty to one. Right, so you know that that's a trade. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Are they going to work? Well, they <laughs> didn't feel like it last week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if if everything I own goes to zero, mm-hmm. you know, it's another right. few percentage points from here. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, do the math. You know, mm-hmm, if I make mm-hmm. twenty to one, yep. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's a big number, and so exactly. if we go back to August sixth, two thousand and twenty, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever I was up, you know, two, three, four, five to one. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, yeah, it'd have been great to grab it, but that's not what I was playing for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I've got sort of a different thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, no. I, and, and I, and I love it, but like, man, last week I just, I just, I had to look away. Um, because as happy as you are for me, it really pains me when I see that gold, man. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, you know, I understand how, you know, the, the, the impact it has on you, you know? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, th- thank you for your concern. I'm, um, right. You know, I'm, <laughs> 
You I appreciate the support? I don't have a drinking problem. I drink, I fall <laughs> down, no problem. You know, it's, uh, the hard part for me is, uh, this will sound shitty, but th- the money doesn't bother me that much. It's like, you fucking idiot. I, exactly. Um, I know that it's not the money, but it's. See, when I was younger, and I don't mean like that much younger, mm-hmm, but when mm-hmm. I was in like my 40s, and you'd mm-hmm. have, I mean, we didn't, we had such leverage, we wouldn't have stuff move like that. Mm-hmm. But the dollars would be huge, and and that was tough. Yeah. I mean, that was, that, that was upsetting. Yeah, then it wasn't right or wrong, then it was the money, I'm, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, even looking back on that, that was, that wasn't really great because at that point, you know, I, I, I was pretty well established. And, but, you know, I had such a, a good history of being responsible, consistent, and making money that, uh, and I think, frankly, that was part of what, you know, what kept me from the, the final step to like the big, big guys was that I never was willing to risk it all. And, uh, a number of these guys, you know, uh, they, they went after it and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give you my whole cycle babble, but you know, I, I just didn't want to run the risk of getting shut down and, uh, you know, and after doing that for so many years, you develop your own style. And um, so, uh, you know, I found stuff I liked. I did reasonable size. If it didn't work, I felt bad. And I didn't get stupid and start compounding the felony, um, you know, which is yeah. which is what, you know, when you look at the great blowups, whether it's – so there's the one that we spent way too much time on the long-term capital management, but – there were some examples of guys who were either traders or brokers that made mistakes, like clerical errors, and they tried to, to trade their way out of it. Oh. So the big one yeah, you- is Bearings. Bearings was like this old line British bank, and the fellow's name, I think, is Nick Leeson. And so he... Something you know, maybe he should bought something. He should have sold it, or sold it, or should have bought it. And instead of just like telling his boss, "Hey, I screwed up," I think he tried to trade his way out of it, and that that blew up bearings. Mm-hmm. Then there was this other guy, and I'm only going to get this half right or twenty percent right. But this was this Japanese guy whose name was Tosh, and he used to trade just ginormous amounts of long bonds. So he'd stick a bid in in the broker's market above the market for like a hundred million bonds, which was a big thing. And and people would pick away at it and it'd sell them five and eight and two and six. And the next thing you know, the hundred would be filled. And then he put a bid back for another hundred. And he was he was just doing this all day long and uh you know, blew blew up uh a Japanese company. Uh there was a uh state of West Virginia. Uh, back when I was at Lanston, the, I mean, it was a lady, she was maybe the treasurer whipping around tenure notes, hundred million dollar blocks of tenure notes blew up. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 this stuff's all over the place, which is why, you know, 
we haven't heard of that in a while. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, mm-hmm. you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. Yep. All right. So we're going to take a week off. So, um, well, j- you know, we're going to park, we're going to park the terminal and you're going to focus. You're going, is it hot out there? I think the highs in the low seventies. Okay. Which yeah. But you're, good. and where in Colorado you're going to tell your ride, which is what, what's your elevation? I'm, I'm going to go, 5, I'm gonna go to Leadville. Oh, you're going to Leadville. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. I can't give you the address because I don't want the groupies. <laughs> Please. Uh, like 10. You have two choices, 8 or 10 Main Street. Okay. We, uh, we, I rented a house um, for me and Jason. I think it's like $109 a night. And I just got like the VRBO thing. Mm-hmm. It said, Please, no noise outside the front of the house between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. <laughs> You okay. Think, you think we're going to be able to, yeah, to handle that? At least it's like no gunfire or anything like that. Oh, it didn't say that. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so, uh, should we chat next week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like before we go, uh, I just want to say, yeah. as uh, having met your daughters and and your wife, I just want to say that uh, you're a, you know, a a perfect father. You've got three successful oh, God, aren't daughters. You nice? You're you so know, nice. um, oh, thank cause you. as, a, as an accomplished, as accomplished you are on wall street. Um, I think the great success is those girls that you've raised. Huh. Um, yeah, you're a great dad for real. Um, well, and touched. as a new father, I have a long way to go. Um, but you've got Lisa, Kate, Maddie, successful, yeah. successful, well, successful. You. Um, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 there's a reason we've, been friends for 10 years and i ad, 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 admire uh the approach you've taken in life and uh, uh i think you're going to be shocked how great your family turns out thank you very much i appreciate it um and i hope you enjoy colorado okay. and we can pat each other on the back next sunday night sounds great all right pal. see you soon take care Bye. cheers <laughs>